Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard along with the uh, clean shaven <laughs> newly quaffed rhino in the element wealth studios guiding you through the middle of your day with facts fodder and fine music on this Friday y'all and the day after the fabulous Radiothon up at the Palmer Home for Children. What a great time that was for a great cause. And we raised a little money, didn't we? How we do? What's final you got there? I believe we were north of $330,000 raised for the children at Palmer Home, but I've got my notes here in front of me. We started the day yesterday on middays at 9 a.m. Yeah. And Gallo had raised $43,557 for the kids at Palmer Home. Yep. During middays, we raised $73,636 for the kids at Palmer Home to end middays yesterday at $117,193. Wow. That's so awesome. That is so awesome. Uh, What a blast it was being on site, on location, with Drake Bassett, of course, the president and CEO of Palmer Home, and getting to interact with the... Extraordinary staff. But I got to tell you, Rhino, my favorite part was seeing the smiles on those kids' faces. Golly. That, you see that all of the work and all of the 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 generosity of Mississippians and those even outside the state. And look, looking at you, Jason, I know we got at least one donation yes. from the great state Thank of Arizona. You. Yep. It, you see that it's all worth it. You see that the time and effort that goes into it, and again, that generosity... It's not in vain. No doubt about it. And you talked about it a couple of times as they were coming in uh, to that common area where we were set up, uh, eating, enjoying themselves, doing what kids are supposed to do, monkeying around with each other and so forth. That's what you're supposed to do, hamming it up. Just watching that, I, I can't help but recall, still etched in my memory, a small child, five, six years old, skipping down the hall because he's happy, feels safe, feels loved. That's what childhood is supposed to be about. And we witnessed it firsthand, and that's how you know that it's working, that it's all worth it, as you've said. How blessed we are to have that organization and its team in our state taking care of children. We learned yesterday over 300 children touched last year. 300. And 
it's these donations. It's this step up in funding that allows Palmer Home to expand that reach, to serve more children. And uh, I think we'll see those numbers continue to trend upward, and that's a good thing, really good thing. But And what a fabulous facility. Isn't that place cool? Oh, yeah. Golly. And once again, no government funding. Paid for 100% by the generosity of private citizens who step up. And we are so grateful. We can't say it enough. We are so grateful that you guys did it and that you reached into your wallets. And we know times are tough. Everybody's struggling. Gosh, we got lots of reports to talk about today with respect to that. It's no secret. We're, we're all having to grapple with what essentially is negative real wages. But you know what? People still find a way to part with some of their money to help others. To help children. Children. Good point. Yes. Uh, Our most precious asset, as I said yesterday. And I think it can't be said enough that by helping children and ensuring that they are uh, in an environment that allows them to thrive, and later on, as they progress in age, enter the, the mean old real world, but... Conquer it. Take it on. Head first. Produce. Contribute. Prosper. Thrive. We all benefit from that. We all benefit from that. And that's what this is all about. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thank you for your generosity. We are grateful. And coming up today at 11.05, Drake Bassett's going to join us, the president and CEO. We'll do a breakdown of yesterday's Radiothon. And then at 12.05, my good friend Brian Haydad, he says I'm his favorite Ole Miss fan, (laughs) makes old Richard Cross mad. (laughs) He's coming on. He's the co-host of Sports Talk Mississippi, of course. He's going to come on. It's hard to believe we're even talking about this. SEC media days? The unofficial start of football season. Jeez. We just got through with baseball. Of course, in Mississippi the last two years, that baseball season extended for a while, which is a good thing. It's a Friday, so I won't trash talk too much. But, I mean, it is a, a unique experience for Ole Miss baseball fans to have their team playing that long. <laughs> okay, Brian. <laughs> Brian Jr. <laughs> so, okay, Brian, yesterday while you were on uh, with Rebecca on Good Things, he suggested that he and I do a podcast together. <laughs> that could be fun. That would be fun. So he's coming on at 12.05, the co-host of Sports Talk Mississippi. Other than that, we're a Friday back in the Element Well Studios on a rather steamy Friday because it's July. It's That's what expected. it's supposed to be. Speaking of which... The smack dab middle of July. Exactly right. Speaking of which... Those folks out in Texas and California are saying, don't charge your electric vehicles. (laughs) It's just so silly. Not ready for prime time, as we've said a gazillion times before. What are you supposed to do, just not drive? I think there is an underappreciated facet of the energy, quote-unquote, crisis that we're facing with the need to both charge EVs and condition air. 
because there's been a rise in the popularity of what they call these portable air conditioner units. Yeah. Where you just run the hose to the window, which I, I get it. If you've got a decorative window or something that can't hold a window unit, yep. and you, you can't install central heat and air, so you need some conditioning, you're kind of out of options at that point, so you have to use them. But the the rise in the use of those, just thinking about the physics of it, the, I, mean, I get it. They're popular, and they're probably cheaper. And But the physics here, you're... You're literally pushing some of your cooled air out. It's crazy. It's it's not as efficient. I, I know. I completely agree. It is crazy. What are we going to have to do to get these folks on board with increasing nuclear power? Why, why are we doing that? got to convince the older generation that grew up with the nonsense of Three Mile Island and then the problems that you face when you cut corners in a communist country like Russia with Chernobyl because the younger generations have experienced a nuclear disaster, quote-unquote, with Fukushima, and it's not the end of the world. And looking back on it, there are a lot of things that should have been done, could have been done, that would have completely prevented it, much like in Chernobyl, much like in Three Mile Island. So it, you, you you can't ever work out the the human error aspect of it. But no, you've we've got to do something to educate the populace and especially to get the older generation that's just terrified of nuclear to get out of the way at least. Seems like a no brainer to me, honestly. It really does. So and it doesn't really make sense to me that it's the older generation that tends to be the most against nuclear. I mean, yeah, you've got some of the, the young greenies and, and far-left radicals that are just against it because it's not solar and it's not wind. Yeah, I think that's right. And it, it, you're going to get somebody rich because it's going to cost a lot of capital to build it, and they're going to have to get rich off of it. So, no, that's evil. Big, evil, rich energy people. Well, uh, the, the fact that it's... Generally, the older generation that's against it just kind of boggles my mind because it's that same older generation that grew up in the atomic age. I agree. It, when you had the the pie-in-the-sky dream of push-button everything. And it was heavily promoted. Heavily promoted. It's, hey, look, we figured out how to do this reliably, safely. It's abundant. And uh, we're going to build this out. And then all of a sudden, I, I guess maybe it was Three Mile Island, those of us that came through that era, that generation... Maybe that kind of flipped attitudes about it. It didn't mind. I, I'm I'm confident with the science where it is now, the engineering, that we ought to go full throated all in on this deal, in my opinion. But it's time for a break here on middays. We thank you so much for joining us. We got some tax rolling in. When we come back, I got to tell you about a seminar I got invited to, being uh, hosted by or conducted by MIT. related to climate change. Stay with us. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. 
Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. (laughs) I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden. Now is the time to get to Lakeland Yard and Garden for the largest selection of patio furniture and accessories for outdoor and indoor living areas. Lakeland has everything you need from umbrellas and replacement cushions to beautiful fountains and stepping stones. You'll find Komodo Joe grills, Yeti coolers, and great collegiate gift items. The expert staff at Lakeland is happy to guide you through their large nursery stock of bedding plants, perennials, tropicals, and more. Be sure to get your soils and mulches. Many are sold by the bag or in bulk, and Lakeland Yard and Garden even offers local delivery. Lakeland Yard and Garden, growing your way and serving you for over 43 years. Listen to your mama now and call 601-939-7304. Visit online at lakelandyardandgarden.com and stop by Lakeland Yard and Garden. Lakeland Drive at Airport Road. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? The new degree of comfort. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. Scammo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check it out. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Wonder I can think at all. And my life education has hurt enough. I can read the writing on the wall. Code of Chrome, don't need any of that 
anymore, do you? <laughs> there has been a resurgence of no. physical photography media. Why? Just the novelty of it. Kind of like vinyl records, I yeah. guess, huh? But there is something to be said for, for lack of a better term, there's a warmth to analog that you, you just lose in the digitization. I, I would actually kind of contrast that to incandescent lights yeah. versus LED. It, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. There's a difference. There's you a difference. T- you can just tell. You may not be able to put it into words, but right. you can look at it and go, I no yeah, doubt. a difference. I will say, though, I do enjoy the the durability of LED lights. You're not oh, changing yeah. them. I've got some in the soffit around my house, on the, you know, up on the second floor, and I got tired of paying somebody, an electrician, honestly. It's not electrical work, but I ain't getting on a ladder to get that high. And uh, I have to pay them to come out and change light bulbs when they were incandescent. Uh, may have been halogen, actually, but I think they were incandescent floods, 50-watt. And we replaced all those with LEDs. That's like three years ago, and they're still burning. Oh, yeah, there are some LEDs that have ridiculous lifespans, like hundreds of thousands of hours. Oh, I didn't know that, but that's and awesome. And there are some, they're working on it now. I've, I've seen the technology in, in use. It's not really been put into a practical use where it's being sold commercially, but proof of concept is there. You have the wireless charging capabilities that have been around for a while now. Yeah. But it's usually a single point that can charge. Right. They have now multi-point wireless electricity and the the proof of concept was with leds they had a circle of copper wiring and then you could sit different leds within the circle and they would all light up wow so it's getting multiple points of power wirelessly to the leds makes sense and and honestly it's that same concept that you're speaking of uh essentially transmitting electrical power through the air it's what it is I believe that is going to be the ultimate solution to the EV charging issue. Uh, that is it, it, now we're a ways off from that. Oh yeah, because think about it. The the concept was first really brought up seriously by Nikola Tesla. That's right. And think about how long ago that was, and how many things have had to fall into place since then just to get to lighting up a few LEDs. Still working on it. Oh yeah, no doubt. And it's uh, look, they're the scientists. Uh, uh, network engineers and so forth for some time have been trying to craft and perfect the transmission of Ethernet, of data, over electrical wires. Just sharing the electrical wiring and the electrical physical infrastructure with electricity, coexisting, if you will. That's been in the works for a while. I mean, HP actually has prototypes of PCs and laptops that will connect to the network, uh, to, a, to a corporate network, via the, the copper wiring that is servicing and connecting the outlets in the wall. Now, since then, what's happened is just traditional IP-based wireless connectivity has advanced dramatically. And it, it's super inexpensive. The coverage is pretty dang good. The range is good. And so is the bandwidth and the capacity. So it's sort of cannibalized and lessened that, but there was they were prototyping, look, you just set your PC down, 
and you're automatically connected to the network without any wireless network. You're just connected through the copper wire in the walls feeding the electrical outlets. Kind of kind of neat. Speaking of copper, that price is going up, and there is expected to be a shortage, and that's a problem, I believe, because copper is a component used in the manufacture of EV batteries. Right? And so that's a problem. I can tell you this. Our interstate lights, our big light standards, the big tall standards, usually the cluster of four or five lights that light up our roadways here in Mississippi. The anal retentive person I am, I like report that when I see them out <laughs> to the Department of Transportation. My kids laugh at me. I'm always respectful. Hey, good evening, everyone. Just letting you know. Because if you don't tell them, they don't know. Unfortunately, yeah, they know. unfortunately, we haven't yet implemented sensors in network-based technology that would alert you when a standard's out. You have to eyeball it, literally, right? So you eyeball it, you report it. And I don't know if you saw the report a few days ago. You, you're shaking your head. You've oh, seen yeah. it. They're saying, we're not sure if we're going to fix it because every time we do, somebody steals the copper. And that's why they're generally why they're out. Oh, yeah, they were saying that they literally replaced some of these less than a month ago, and they're already out again because the copper thieves have come back to steal it again. They go in the ground and steal the copper. So that kind of makes me wonder, we got to have some solution to this, otherwise we, all the roads are going to be dark. They're going to steal all the dang copper. Should we consider... Well, it, they've got to find, they've got to be able to fence it, so there's a, a limit on how much they can move. Well, I, I agree. I agree. But what about video surveillance, perhaps, and an alert to law enforcement? Because a lot of the ones that I report are out are on that dang waterworks curve, which may be the most dangerous piece of highway in the state. I mean, you could argue all day long about what is, but it ain't. It's it's difficult to traverse when you got all the lights and all your wits. Yeah. It's just kind of a sharp turn, and we've had numerous accidents. You come up on them all the time, and it's it's people have lost their lives on that curve. Yeah, and it maybe if engineers had it to do over with, and I don't know anything about this. I don't know anything about designing roads. I'm just speculating, given the the history of uh, of that particular stretch of road and the accidents that have occurred. That maybe it would be re-engineered. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's not possible, given what where you're trying to route it. I was about to say, I think the, the whole reasoning behind that is uh, the inefficiency of government at work. Okay, fair because enough. Because you very well could have rerouted it and cost probably a little more time and energy and effort, but that wasn't going to get done. Probably in not. In any kind of fashion. And that, I mean, this is, this is not... New government inefficiency. This is government inefficiency of days gone by. Just Decades. imagine how inefficient it's gotten. Good, good point. And of course, it it does. In fact, it is adjacent to the water treatment facility. Correct. Jackson Water, one of them, which right was there. there before the interstate. Right. And you can look at it as you're making uh, your drive through there and look off to the side and look at it. Tell it's quite old. And nonetheless, it seems like. That's where they maybe it's easy to get to the copper there. I don't know. Easily accessible, but the thieves tend to want to steal the copper that uh, services those standards there. But I'm just thinking, you're like a block away from Department of Public Safety headquarters. 
right? Oh, you had yeah. video surveillance. I don't think that, I don't know this, but I would think that extracting copper wire out of the ground takes a little while. And maybe if you had video surveillance and you had some way to be notified, alerted to that, and you dispatch some law enforcement officers, maybe from the Highway Patrol, I don't know if there's, that's their jurisdiction or not, or JPD is not far. I mean, I don't know how much it costs to fix the wiring, but I do know you can go down to the sporting goods store and get a trail cam that will... That's true. It's pretty Take cheap. a picture without it. It's not going to alert the deer, so I'm pretty sure the thieves aren't <laughs> going to notice it either. If it doesn't spook the deer, I'm pretty sure the crackhead isn't even going to notice it. <laughs> That's probably right. The crackhead stealing the copper to go buy crack. Probably right. All right, so... The religion of climate change seems to guide every decision, every policy coming out of the left. There's no doubt. It's that gender and race, right? That's the hallowed ground. Well, I get this. um, I'm a subscriber to MIT Technology Review, which has some really good information and, and great articles. I enjoy it. But... They also have a, a, a section, a category called climate tech, because they're climate people, you know. So they have this seminar coming up, and I got invited just because I'm a subscriber. <laughs> and there's this CEO of Impossible Foods. You're familiar with that. His name is Patrick Brown, and he's going to be the keynote at this climate tech webinar and I'm going to quote him here. Food is the single biggest lever we can use to drastically change the trajectory of climate change. And, of course, he's advocating for 100% plant-based food. No more animals. That's what they want. I mean, this is a smart guy, but he don't want you to eat anything that's not plant-based. Why can't we fix that problem in some other way? Why does everything that come out of the left have to make your life more miserable. We're going to take a break right here, get to some of your texts. We are in the Element Well Studios on Midday. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Your finally Friday brings a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. Tonight, slight chance of rain as well, mostly clear, low around 73. Your Saturday, patchy fog, then sunny skies, high near 94. And a look to Sunday, a slight chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. 
Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Here's the story about one of my favorite customers. Tell me, John. Well, I greeted him, of course, as he came in Junikers and said he was looking for something very special for his wife. Mm -hmm. So I shared with him some of our latest collections, and he selected a gorgeous diamond bracelet. It was an exquisite choice I knew his wife would love. So, of course, I had to ask, what's the occasion? Is this her anniversary? Her birthday? (laughs) He just smiled and said, it's Thursday. (laughs) So just because? Just because. A good man. Wise man. You see, when it comes to expressing your love, he knew the right time is now. At Juniker Jewelry Company, love is what we do. We're Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With ten times the diamonds, engagement rings, and fine designer jewelry, you'll see in average jewelry stores. All at the guaranteed best prices in the state. And where every day is Thursday. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Fresco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The woman at the center of the 1955 lynching of Emmett Till in Money, Mississippi, is now denying that she ever wanted him killed. Kristen Goodwin has the details. In a memoir obtained by the Associated Press, 87-year-old Carolyn Bryant Donham says she was unaware of what would happen to Emmett Till in 1955 after accusing the then 14-year-old black teen of making improper advances and did not want to see him killed. Till was abducted, tortured, and lynched in Mississippi after Donham, who is white, said he whistled at her. Her then-husband and his half-brother were tried and acquitted, but later confessed Donham was never arrested. She says she told her husband Till wasn't the one, claiming Till identified himself. The memoir shared after the recent discovery of an unserved arrest warrant from the 50s charging Donham for Till's kidnapping. That unserved arrest warrant was found about two weeks ago in the basement of a Greenwood courthouse. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV exhibit and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. Weeknights at 9, right here. Super Talk Mississippi. 
He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo. Every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. In the Element Well Studios, you are tuned in to Middays, and we thank you so much. We should also point out the auction still going on, right? I don't know. I thought I saw that. The uh, Palmer Home Auction, of course. We'll take check that out in the meantime. Ben from Madison says, totally agree. The U.S. has to expand nuclear power. Great way to diversify our energy sector. No doubt. We've, uh, Rhino and I have... Absolutely pounded that narrative. Yeah, you still have about two and a half hours that you can make bids, and then the bidding will close. So, yeah, get your bids in. Awesome. Awesome. So, he also says, Ben, crackheads can be pretty resourceful just to ask Hunter Biden. Uh, Rhino, of course, (laughs) suggesting, I think he's probably correct, that the theft of I mean, it's painting with a broad brush, but it, it does statistically line up. I agree. It does. It absolutely does. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? Uh, copper is in a ton of welding supplies and parts consumables, no doubt. And I, and I just happened to catch this report. A lot of commodities have actually uh, come down, decreased in price. But I think I saw where copper, there's still some concerns about just a shortage of copper. You've seen the same, I yeah. think, reports. So, that, and that's why I just pointed that out. And, of course, it's the old demand and supply. No, the folks up in Washington don't seem to subscribe to that fundamental economic theory. But less supply in such a way that it is not satisfying demand usually means the price goes up. That's kind of how that works. Let's see, but I agree. William says, I have a lamp in my living room that has an LED bulb in it for the last five years. It's on 24-7 for the last five years and still burns like it did the day I put it in. Yeah, I mean, that's no doubt that is an attractive feature of LED bulbs. No doubt about that. I, I personally prefer the light shade of incandescent. That's just me. Uh, but I, I can tell you that I have uh, I've capitulated to the LEDs somewhat for that reason, because of their 
their life expectancy, their duration, they just last a long time. You don't have to mess with changing them out. And that costs money. And they also produce more lumens while drawing less power. They're more efficient. Yeah, because when you said the, he left it on for five years, 24 hours a day, it made me think of, is it the the centennial bulb or centennial light out in California at a firehouse or something that's been burning since the early 1900s, and it's it's incandescent. And I'm pretty sure it started at a 30- or 40-watt bulb or something like that, but now it's about as dim as a night light. But it, it's still burning. <laughs> well, I mean, because they do lose some of their... Their brightness, right? Oh yeah. Over time, I mean, that's just the that's just the nature of the the way they're engineered and designed. Question is from Jason on the ceasefire tax line: Will they be able to transmit a bucket of fried chicken and sweet tea through the air? I can't wait for that glorious day, <laughs> like a Samantha on Bewitched. Just snap your fingers. There's a bucket of chicken. That's a lot better future than the Jetsons. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I do the same with traffic signal lights, says Robert and Clinton. What's he talking about there? What do you think? Call and let them know when they're out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, Robert, I hear you. Thank you. Because it's another situation where it's a little surprising that in this age of ubiquitous connectivity, we don't have any sensors to report that, to monitor that, like we do on so much else in our life. I mean, nothing. We've seen this coming for a long time in your normal house. You've got all kinds of sensors that'll tell you when uh, the status of various devices that are connected to it that are being monitored by the sensors and transmit data through your network in your home. It's actually through the cloud, through the internet, down to you. Yeah, that that reminds me of something that happened this morning. I I, I made a mental note of it to bring it up because it. It's kind of in the wheelhouse of the conspiracy people because the the conspiracy that your phone or your devices are listening to you and giving you suggestions based on their listening. Yeah. Well, I have a mark against that because this morning, getting ready, had enough time to put on Netflix, drive to survive and catching up on that. And the, the Red Bull team principal, Christian Horner, it's showing clips of him with his family. Yeah. And his wife looks really familiar to me. I haven't said a word. I'm watching it with closed captions. Uh, There's no where this listening is going. going on. So I pull up my phone, go to Google, type in Christian Horner. Don't have to type anything else. The first thing that comes up is his wife. Oh, oh man. Well... I'm Who not happens even, to be one of the Spice Girls, Jerry Hallowell. Right. That's why I, I recognized her. I'm not even sure that's a conspiracy anymore. I just think that's the way that stuff's made to work. And that kind of uh, brings me to the uh, the issue of the big tech guys, Google, et cetera, talking about tracking a person and their geo-tracking systems that is uh, visiting on the property, on site of an abortion clinic. You've seen that. There's concerns about that, and they've come out and issued some statements in an effort to protect safety of those that are seeking an abortion procedure. Uh, in a few minutes on the program, we got to get to some, some video. Uh, where are the feminists? We're gender neutral now, aren't we? 
Well, yet more sound coming from a couple of folks up on the hill who are struggling with this concept of what a woman is. We already know now infamously about Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown when asked by Senator Marsha Blackburn during her confirmation hearing, what is a woman? And she looks shocked at the question. And she goes, what is a woman? And Senator Blackburn goes, yeah, what's a woman? Can you define that? And she thinks about it and says, no, I'm not a biologist. No, I can't. That's the first thing she says. And Blackburn says, you can't? (laughs) No, I'm not a biologist. So you have to be a, a medical professional, a scientist now, to define a woman, right? I'm going to pivot back to climate change because we got some more craziness. <laughs> Erin Fitzhenry, she is a professor of anthropology and development studies. What is that? Development studies. Anthropology and development studies? That's what it says here at the University of Melbourne. That's down there in Australia. I don't know if that would be evolutionary development, like the... Supposed progress from the missing link to where we are now, or it may just be global development of the of the countries into there is what I'm thinking based on the context of of what's going on here. What yeah, we're anthropology is a big umbrella, right? So she says that the notion of climate change is racist, and says that the climate that we are experiencing that we have created on earth today because she she believes that that you know that man has largely driven the atmospheric conditions it's my favorite word here <laughs> she says that that is white colonization <laughs> Of the atmosphere. The white people have colonized the atmosphere. Off with your heads. To the guillotine. (laughs) She says, (laughs) she says, you know, the term colonization is very popular in the realm of critical studies. If, If you're not incorporating colonization in your studies, they aren't critical. Oh, gosh. Says, most rich white countries, including her own Australia, are doing precious little to properly address this inequity. For the most part, they refuse to accept the climate debt they owe to poorer countries and communities. This injustice, a type of atmospheric colonization, (laughs) no Z-S, the Australian of the colonization is a form of deeply entrenched colonial racism that arguably represents the most pressing global equity issue of our time. <laughs> the atmosphere's been colonized. The atmosphere. <laughs> ah, the atmosphere. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man. That is what's caused the plight. All across the wide world. The colonization, the white colonization of the atmosphere. I didn't know white people were so powerful. We'll take a break, another segment in this hour. And then Drake Bassett, President and CEO of Palmer Home. 
Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. 37 years. That's a long time, and that's how long Shapley's Restaurant has been bringing you the finest in steaks, seafood, and, of course, our homemade hot tamales. This is Mark Shapley, and we are proud that we are celebrating our 37th year in business. Shapley's has been a staple in the greater Jackson market and had the pleasure of serving guests from around the country. This couldn't have happened without you, and we are so grateful for your continued support. Shapley's Restaurant, 37 years and counting. Come see us soon. 601-957-8000. 5X480. Dayton B100 V-Belt. One of the many parts Granger carries. It's also the item that helped Rob carry the day. The job was on hold. Deadline fast approaching. But a quick search on Granger.com and Rob found his part. And with same-day pickup at his local branch, he and his crew got the job done safely and on time. Get supplies and solutions for every industry with real-time product availability. Call, clickranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the opening agri market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was up 500 to 88.71. March cotton was up 500 to 84.85. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, August soybeans were down a penny to 14.73 quarters per bushel. September soybeans were up four and a quarter. 1364 per bushel. December corn was up three and a quarter to 604 and three quarters per bushel. March corn was up two and three quarters to 610 and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle was down 50 to 134.90. October live cattle was down 12 to 139.80. August feeders down 150 to 177.40. September feeders down 112 to 180.50. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 624 points, 31,253. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Cotton isn't a crop. It's a calling. That's why you battle resistant weeds with guts and determination. BASF helps you win with the most effective in-season weed control program on the market. The powerhouse trio of Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook are best-in-class post-herbicides, each with a different mode of action, so weeds don't stand a chance. Protect your calling at CottonWeedControl.com. Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook herbicides, made for this. Ingenia herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Always read and follow label directions. Get stored grain insect protection without the hassle of tank mixing. Central Life Sciences introduces two new products. Gravista Insecticide, a three-in-one product with an adulticide, an insect growth regulator, and a synergist to provide long-term control of problem-stored grain insects. Looking for rescue treatments or for short-term insect control solutions? Look no further than the new Sentinel Synergized Insecticide. To learn more, contact your local distributor or visit bugfreegrains.com. 
to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Wealth Studios on the ceasefire text line, the 662. What's with the Tennessee orange today, Gerard? It actually looks orange. I'm looking at the TV. It's it's really not. It's more of a melon. It's uh, I'm headed to play golf after uh, the show today, and uh, I, normally folks know I, I wear red on Fridays. Remember everyone deployed. It's, it's practice that I have uh, adhered to for years. I consider this a, a shade of red. I'm going to go ahead and say you, you see it, and it's a I yeah, would call it the, orange. The color balance is a little off on the camera. It's kind of hard to get a one to one on that kind of color. Yeah, it's one of these climacool type shirts, real lightweight. Yeah, because it's hot of the, out there. the reflectivity of it, it the, the light sensor is going. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> guessing. <laughs> I'm wearing red pants though, so at least we got okay, that. we got it covered then. So, uh, let's see here. What is this that Randy and Starkville sent us? <laughs> Looking at that, <laughs> doctor, sir, patient. It's ma'am. Okay, ma'am. That <laughs> that rash is jock itch. It's <laughs> pretty good. Oh gosh, Jerry and Waynesboro says stock dip. To you and Rhino, A-R-B-L. I don't know what that is. Stock symbol, A-R-B-L. Hmm. Sharon British and, electric manufacturer, electric vehicle manufacturer. Okay. Sharon and, and uh, Brandon want some earth, wind, and fire to break. I think Rhino's got it teed up for Oh, you, yeah. Sharon. We'll have some heading Hang in there. Reese in Clarksville. I thought the Democratic Party was the party of fun. What's fun about their policies? Well... I've never thought they were the party of fun. In fact, I think they're the anti-fun party. <laughs> Honestly. Hey, everything is its just always dour, isn't it? And depressing. Despondent. Everything is fear-mongering. Zero optimism. And I, I can't help but harken back to the contrast between Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan won, I believe, because he projected optimism. And it, and I can tell you, having lived through that period, you didn't feel very optimistic about anything. You really just couldn't see how we were going to get back to a period of prosperity, of safety, of respect around the globe, because we sure as hell didn't have it then. Every night, hostages. I think you could argue that the hostage crisis in Iran was kind of a genesis, a catalyst for all day and all night news. 
It started with First, Nightline. A step in that direction, yeah. Yeah, it was it was uh, trending in that direction with Ted Koppel and Nightline. I think they got their their feet wet with the Vietnam War. That's probably true, but that wasn't but a few years removed from right. that period. Uh, but nonetheless, we were, I think, as Americans, we were starving for more information, and we obviously didn't have the internet. We had, you know, thirty minute national news. And that was it. Because thinking about it, it wasn't long after Reagan took office that you had, oh, who started ESPN? Because Ted Turner started CNN, and that was, what, mid-80s when it took off? Yep. And it didn't really come late, to prominence till the Gulf War. Late se- late 70s, I think, is is when it launched, right. if I'm not mistaken. But you're right, it kind of became more common. Because cable was being built out, and they were signing their franchise agreements and getting it on every cable system in America. But it was right around that time when you you no longer had the majority of channels signing off with the national anthem at midnight. That's right. That's right. They were trying to find something to fill the, the time slots all the way around the clock. That's absolutely right. I mean, you have to take your hat off to Ted Turner. He was a visionary in that respect. He just went wacko on us. No doubt. Uh Ben from Madison, Joe Biden's crime bill would have his son locked up for 20 years. Another example of hypocrisy that is Joe Biden. I tell you, perhaps the most blatant example of hypocrisy in the last 24, 48 hours, you've seen this heckler at the Capitol. You've seen that with AOC? (laughs) And it's an Hispanic man, it appears to me. I hope I'm not being whatever homophobic, not homophobic, xenophobic. I guess here, <laughs> based on his accent, and he's got her in the background. I don't know if we can find it and play it, but anyhow, he's he's kind of catcalling her, right? And she walks over. By the way, she's with her fiance who does nothing, and she walks over uh, as she's walking up the steps towards him to get in view of his camera doing a selfie, and says, "Hey, selfie!" But yet. Now she's saying something about that and she and recalling how crazy she went over January 6th, but she's okay with doing this to Supreme Court justices. That, that's just blatant hypocrisy to me. Not, not okay for you to do that to me, but... And then oh, yeah. she tweeted out about how she's not going to tweet it out, and then <laughs> the very next tweet was the video. I know. Where she's claiming she wanted to deck him. At what point in the peace sign were you going to deck him? Exactly. We'll come right back with Drake Bassett. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. I'm Lillian Wu. Preliminary autopsy results are in for the Ohio man whose death at the hands of police set off protests. Medical examiner Dr. Lisa Kohler releasing details of the Akron police shooting of 25-year-old Jalen Walker. Jalen had 46 gunshot wound entrances or graze injuries. All but five to Walker's front or side as body cam video shows Walker running from police with a ski mask on following a car chase in which police say Walker shot at them. Fox's Jeff Manasso and Depositions delayed for Donald Trump Jr. and sister Ivanka in a probe into business dealings because their mother, Ivana, died. She married the former president in 1977. They were divorced in 1990. Donald Trump made this announcement. I'm very saddened to inform all of those that loved her, of which there are many, that Ivana Trump has passed away at her home in New York City. Fox's David Lee Miller. Ivana Trump was 73. America's listening to Fox News. 
Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The National Flood Insurance Program is set to expire September 30th, so Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is helping to introduce legislation to authorize a one-year extension. More than 5 million American families and businesses, including over 60,000 policyholders in Mississippi, depend on coverage from the program, which is administered by FEMA. Five players on the 2020 to 2021 past Christian soccer team are accused of bullying, abuse, and sexual assault. Some of the alleged incidents took place in the locker room and at a summer camp on the Jones College campus, and some were apparently videotaped. The past Christian school district told WLOX actions concerning the event were handled in accordance with their code of conduct, and since it's an ongoing legal and student matter, they declined further comment. I'm Kelly Bennett. Give your customers a whole home energy upgrade. The Propane Energy Pod Builder Incentive Program. What's the Propane Energy Pod? It's a total home energy upgrade that combines high-efficiency propane gas appliances to meet a home's major energy needs and delivers superior comfort and efficiency compared with all electric homes. Not only is it good for homeowners, it's good for builders, too. All propane homes, on average, are valued up to 5% higher than all electric homes. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. Welcome to day four of Digging Safety Class. It says here we're talking post holes. Yes, before you dig one, call 811. For a post hole? See this picture? Your hair's standing on end, Bob. Cool, dude. Not so cool. I hit an electrical line. And I thought you were trying to be hip. Hello, Sam here from Mississippi 811. Calling 811 two working days before digging is the law, and it's always the right thing to do. The average price for a gallon of gas in Mississippi is down again, dropping to 409 today, bringing a lot of relief from the record high 452 back in June. Patrick Sullivan, the president of the Mississippi Energy Institute, says we need to understand how we got here. There's a war in Russia and Ukraine right now. There's uh, financial markets have uh, an impact on that, but public policy is really important. And when you have a presidential administration who campaigns on the fact that they're going to stop all new development of oil and gas production, we need to understand what the impact of that's going to be, and we're seeing it. The Love's Travel Stop in Lake Mississippi has the cheapest price in the state today at three fifty-eight. The K&L Quick Stop in Enterprise is selling gas for three sixty-five, and the Seven Eleven in Enterprise is the third cheapest today at three sixty-seven a gallon. The average price for a gallon of diesel in Mississippi remains at five thirty-seven. 
If you're looking for strong, reliable construction equipment for sailor rent in Mississippi, then contact Taylor Construction Equipment. As your number one source for Bell-articulated dump trucks and track carriers, as well as Hyundai hydraulic excavators, mini excavators, and wheel loaders, you can depend on Taylor to provide you with the best construction equipment backed by the best 24-7 sudden service experience. Call us at 833-773-3421 or taylorconstructionequipment.com. Hey y'all, I'm Steve Azar inviting you to escape to Pearl River Resort where the fun is going non-stop. Go off the deep end at the South's most exciting water park, Geyser Falls. After the thrills, test your skills at the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. There's dining delight and love at first sight. And it's always no work and all play at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos. So come on, leave it all behind and head to Pearl River Resort. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get ready. Get ready. To go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Midday, Super Talk Mississippi, live from the Element Well Studios on this. Friday, y'all. Joining us now, Drake Bassett, President and CEO of Palmer Home. Drake, good morning, sir. Good morning, Gerard. Great to see you again. Well, we certainly enjoyed being up there yesterday. That that was really a blast. Uh, really great to meet all the good folks at Palmer Home in person and uh, be with you and the team. But most importantly, Rhino and I just were talking earlier this morning about seeing those smiling faces uh, on the children. That, that, I think, was the most rewarding and most impactful aspect uh, of, of uh, our visit and uh, our four hours on the air with middays at the Radiothon. But most importantly, we got some money raised yesterday, didn't we? Well, we did. We had a combination of a lot of smiles uh, and some money. Uh, and I, I do want to thank you and, and uh, Rhino and just the whole team you know, for being there and for connecting with, you know, the kids and getting to see our new facility and conveying that message to people across Mississippi because they certainly responded. We couldn't be happier uh, with uh, the, the generosity of, of so many donors and to, to reach $330,000 in one day, pretty incredible. That's awesome. All right, so I, I saw you took a little dip in the pool. <laughs> you know, I hadn't hadn't had a chance to swim in the new pool yet, uh, but uh, I was very happy to honor the request. You know, uh, Kristen and the team said, "Hey, look, if we hit the number, you're going in, and and you're going to do a cannonball." And I said, "Hey, if we hit the number, I'll I'll do anything I need to." So that was pretty incredible. I was happy to do it. it I great. saw it. That that's totally awesome, and. And again, uh, it's such a pleasure to meet members of the team and, and talk to them on the show and find out 
their roles in the organization. And and again, yeah. you're you know this. You're blessed with people that are truly committed and passionate to serving children yeah. and and uh, making their lives better. Well, I you know I certainly love our children and and uh, like you said, seeing those smiling faces. But I will tell you, uh, I, I love my team, I uh, love my staff. Uh, you know, they they humble me every day with their commitment, uh, their attention to detail, their passion uh, for what we're trying to do. And you know, when you get a group of great people around you, you can accomplish a, a lot. And they are doing that. So I, I'm glad you got to hear. I'm glad everybody got to talk to different people through yeah. the day and just kind of hear the, the way that they touch the mission. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, uh, Drake, the facility, I uh, was honored and privileged to get a, a firsthand guided tour uh, from you. And uh, really impressive facility and, and just looks like it was uh, well thought out. A lot, lot of, I know, a lot of thought went into uh, the design and the de- design looks perfect in my view. Uh, you know, not not really understanding exactly yeah. what your operation is all about, but having a pretty good idea. Looks like you got a great uh, yeah. a great venue for that. Well, we really do. We're blessed to have a state of the art you know facility. But I think you experienced what other people tell us too. When you come in there, you know it feels very comfortable, yeah. very comfortable. And I think that. For our children and for families that, that want to connect with us, it's important that they feel safe and that they feel like uh, the resources will be available to them. I'm so happy that we have the counseling suites, and I'm so happy that we have the educational rooms and the resources because we are about transforming lives. That's what we want to do. And if we need to put some resources against some area of a child's life that can make a difference, well, we can do it with that building and we can do it with our people and yeah. all that together just creates great outcomes yeah and and we should uh, continue to remind our our audience that the palmer home does not receive any government funds no grants and, and the like but relies 100 percent on the generosity of private uh, individuals and organizations to make it all work it really does and so what that comes down to is people understanding what we're trying to do which is help children who need a place uh, to be a place to you know call home um, and then they have to trust our organization to have right. those great people and to do good things. So we saw them trust us yesterday and give of their resources, and we were just incredibly grateful. And we are in great, you know, we continue to be appreciative. Yeah. So Drake, it, it, on this trajectory, on this trend, it, it seems like from a revenue perspective, uh, you're doing pretty well. Do you feel like that that's going to enable a Palmer home to touch, to reach, to to take care of even more children? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, and you know this, uh, you know, hey, the economy is a little unpredictable. Uh, there are things that we're not sure about. And what I love about Mississippi and the people in Mississippi is, you know, we've seen hard times before. Uh, we, we've seen things that are challenging. But we push past that to remember that if we give – Good things are going to come, and our goal is to reach and serve more children. It always has been. It will continue to be that way. Uh, and each year we reach more and more and serve more children and families. And I tell you, that that's exciting work, but we can't do it without the love and trust of these donors. And so we're, we're really grateful for, you know, the, the Radiothon and especially the response. And and something else that, of course, is, is critical to fulfilling the mission uh, are the parents, are the house parents. 
that uh, yeah. that are willing to give up their time and their their effort, their service, and their treasure as well uh, to to take care of uh, uh, Palmer Home children. And having the honor and privilege of interviewing and, and visiting with a couple of them yesterday, it's just incredible how how pleased they are and and, and how um, uh, excited they are to be part of the organization. And, and just re, kind of reaffirm their commitment, and I think uh, extended and conveyed to others who might be thinking about it. If you're thinking about it, it's a good decision. That's great. I, I, I think so. I, I listen to those interviews, too, and it makes me really happy, whether you're a case manager, a counselor, uh, administrative. Or, you know, we've just got so many great people, and those house parents have a special calling. Uh, they move into the home and they live in the home with our children and they become the first point of contact uh, on a day-to-day basis and their influence is you know you just can't uh, undervalue that it, it means so much to our children and to our staff and so to hear their passion and to hear them excited hey that that, that I think you're right others may be interested foster family house parenting uh, they can reach out and, and, and learn more about us. But I'm so pleased that people got to hear their story yesterday. Yeah, it was awesome. It was just a wonderful testament uh, to the organization, to their experience. And and uh, I, I believe it would put uh, anyone's mind at ease and, and maybe serve as the catalyst to, to, to uh, get them to sign up, to come forward. Well, I, I, I truly believe when you have great people, and, and we do, that anybody in the organization needs to be a representative of our mission. And I love that you can talk to anybody in our, our organization, and hopefully that's the story you'll get. And, and it, I believe you will. And, and I think that it's you know it does attract people. Yeah, and it's consistent, too, uh, Drake. So you're to be commended for that, I believe, and that as the leader of the organization, you, you've got a consistent message and a consistent attitude, and that's really important because that's what makes great organizations. You you can retain your individuality, but all coalesce around uh, a mission, uh, an organizational single mission, and that's what uh, folks do, all of the stakeholders, all the folks involved, and that that's pretty evident to me. Um, and just just kind of thinking of my business career and how critical that is to success yep. in business. Yeah. That's what's made the Palmer Home work, no doubt about it. You said something yesterday. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. And you said something yesterday that resonated with me, and i got to tell you, I came home and shared with my wife because it touched me. And you said that often when you have uh, children that come from uh, difficult circumstances, uh, just the simple act of, of feeding and eating and, and enjoying a meal, uh, you, you can sense to them that, gosh, is this going to happen again tomorrow, or is this just a one-time luxury almost to be able to sit down and eat and and, and satisfy, satisfy one's appetite? Uh, you know, the rest of us aren't having to deal with that, and you made it very clear that you encounter those circumstances, and you address that need, and and hopefully pretty quick they become to um, they become to trust the organization because yeah this is going to happen continuously. It's just incredible. I think that's really uh, something that you know I was struck by when I got here was the the, the need to be consistent. We need to be there, yeah. and and I think that's our message. We're not going anywhere. We're going to be right here for you the awesome. whole way through. It's awesome. It's awesome, Drake. Uh, thank you for allowing us to be part of it with the Radiothon, the great work that Palmer Home does. And we look forward to continued success and look forward to next year.
Well, we do too, and thank you all so much. You and your team and the whole Super Talk uh, uh, crowd, we're just, it's a great partnership. And again, thanks to all those in Mississippi who donated. It means the world to us. Thank you, Drake. It's been our honor. We'll step aside here on Middays. We'll come right back with more. Stay with us. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Summertime is Canon time. Looking for a quality pre-owned vehicle? This is Dave Logan, Canon Nissan of Jackson. Right now, we have a really large selection of pre-owned vehicles with more on the way. When the smoke clears, nobody beats the Canon deal. Nobody. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land. And just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. If you're tired of looking at your tired old bath, Bath Fitter is offering their best savings of the year. $600 off or 36 months financing at 0% interest with every new complete bath system. You've been thinking about doing it and Bath Fitter wants to help make it happen with a $600 off or 36 months financing with no interest. Every Bath Fitter bath is designed to fit your life and now with unbelievable savings if it's your wallet too. It's their biggest savings of the year so don't miss it. Bath Fitter, it just fits. Some conditions apply. Visit bathfitter.com slash savings to get started this is ben shapiro reminding you to listen to the ben shapiro show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m here on 97.3 super talk jackson the talk that keeps mississippi talking we're rolling hit it go play it middays with gerard gibbert on super talk mississippi 
We are back in the Element Well Studios. It's middays. Super Talk Mississippi. So the markets are doing pretty well today. The Nasdaq up 143 points. The Dow now up 574. It's off its high. It's been up as much as, I think, 611 today. The S&P up as well. All, all three major indexes in the green. That the result of uh, some reasonably good data on consumer spending. The consumer seems to be still strong, spending money. But the earnings reports this week, not really good. And the guidance, not good. So we got... Uh, we got lots of reports uh, from the banking sector, Wells Fargo and uh, Citibank, J.P. Morgan, all coming in with disappointing results, not meeting expectations, top and bottom line. And uh, but all these banks are saying that they're putting aside more money to cover bad loans. Their, their expectation is that they're go- going to see more default that result of inflation increasing and wages not keeping up and folks having to spend more money on necessities such as gas and food and with respect to making those payments on their loans, that kind of slides to the bottom of the list. So they're worried about that. And when they set aside money to cover that, they'll often expense that. Uh, before they uh, actually take the write-off. So anyhow, there's some accounting chicanery involved in that. But nonetheless, they're they're all reporting lower than expected revenue and sales, uh, or profit, I should say, revenue and profit. And uh, that weighed on the market, but that's being offset by what is being reported as, as strong consumer spending, though consumer sentiment is still way down. The University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Poll slash Measurement is the most widely uh, consumed and analyzed. But there, there's another one as well that was just out. That is the um, the uh, Ipsos report, uh, Ipsos Forbes, and it it's measured consumer sentiment as of a couple of weeks ago. And it's it is slightly up in in that it came off its low of the prior month because sentiment is slightly better has improved by a fractional amount, but it's still way down. So it's kind of weird. You got this almost contrasting um, pieces of data in that you got sentiment way down, but spending still hanging in there pretty good, and that is fueling a rally on Wall Street today. Kind of interesting. And you got lots of bad earnings reports, but I think that was baked in. I really thought, I really think investors just already expected we were going to see some uh, less than favorable reports coming out of uh, the big banks this week, Uh, PepsiCo and Delta as well. I came out. Uh, I think PepsiCo actually beat the street, but Delta didn't do well. 
Later on this month, we got Apple, Tesla, Caterpillar, and then uh, Starbucks. In September, we're going to get Nike. So those are bellwethers that investors are looking at. But anyhow, just a little update on the business news. But honestly, the other big news that relates to the economy, when you look at fiscal policy, that policy, those laws which come out of the government, as opposed to monetary policy, which is what the Fed does, dealing with interest rates and in management of the Fed's balance sheet, money supply, liquidity, etc. Anyhow, fiscal policy. You, of course, know about the Build Back Better plan. It started out as about three, a $3 trillion boondoggle that had the Democrat wish list in it. And actually came up on my Facebook memories today, a post I made last year that kind of showed the high-level items that were included in the bill, all the giveaways and all the taxes. And that, of course, has been whittled down substantially to about a third of its original size in the trillion. It's talked about um, as being in the $500 billion to $1 trillion range. Hey, what's $500 billion these days? And Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has been burning the midnight oil, though via Zoom because he has the COVID. You know that? He's talking to Joe Manchin, who like single-handedly holds the keys to the kingdom in his pocket. One senator from West Virginia, Kirsten Sinema, would be right behind him. They both have sort of bucked the, the Democrat uh, agenda. Well, they've been talking, and they thought they had a deal earlier this week, a scaled-down, if you will, build-back-better plan, which would, I think, be disastrous because it included tax hikes. You want to you want to address inflation on the supply side? You don't raise taxes. Pretty simple to understand. They wanted to raise taxes on small and mid-sized businesses, and they wanted to also buy into this global minimum tax garbage for big corporations. And honestly, Manchin has signaled he has been on board with that. He's made no bones about it that he opposes the Trump tax structure that was passed in 2017. He doesn't like it, and he wanted to change it, increasing taxes on corporations and wealthiest Americans and start kind of start over. Well, when the inflation report came out Wednesday, and then the producer price index report, that would be the cost at the wholesale level, both of those numbers were jacked up beyond expectations. And then you had earnings reports not looking good. He basically went back to them and rained on the old parade, did Senator Manchin. He said, nope, not on board. So what this essentially means is I think it's put – the final nail in the Build Back Better coffin. Let's go ahead and bury this thing. He has killed if the only bill. the same could have been done for Obamacare. I know. Couldn't do it because they had the numbers. They had the votes. So he's killed it. Maybe they're going to get something on prescription drugs. Maybe on that. But he is, uh, wow, he is, 
He is not a uh, popular person within the Democrat senators today. He is, I mean, it's just literally happened in the last 24 hours. He says, nope, can't do it. And this, of course, had all sorts of climate change goodies in it for the climate change crowd. Which, by the way, talking about this Australian professor that maintains that that the atmosphere has been colonized by white people, what about China? You know, they're putting out more, we've discussed this many times, they're putting out more CO2 than all the rest of the world combined. They're not considered white people, though, right? No, no, I didn't think so. Generally, no. Yeah. Although Democrats do like to ignore the structural and systemic racism, quote-unquote, that exists for Asian Americans. That's true. That doesn't fit the narrative, I reckon. Pretty sure Asian Americans are still considered a quote-unquote minority, but that's true. you're not going to find them getting minority status at any university. No, in fact, they're, they're... Especially not Ivy League. ...been some lawsuits to that effect, right? Same is true in these... Uh, these gifted and talented exam schools in the major cities in the country where uh, they have uh, they're, they're not being considered at the rate they were because they were all taking up all the spots because they perform better. That's why. That's the way it works. They were scoring better on the tests, doing better in the classroom. They were just blowing away all the metrics and the qualifications. But now, because the the admissions tend to skew in their direction, does that make any sense? So we're not going to put the best people, the people who could, who could uh, receive the most benefit and benefit society the most in these advanced learning environments in the name of equity. How's that equitable? We all lose. Well, Manchin has rained on the Democrat parade. It's a big old deal. When we come back, we've got to talk about the gender neutrality wave sweeping the country. And also, I've got to talk about some funny accounting going on with this net investment tax. And I'm going to stir it up. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Your finally Friday brings a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. Tonight, slight chance of rain as well, mostly clear, low around 73. Your Saturday, patchy fog, then sunny skies, high near 94. And a look to Sunday, a slight chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Here's John and Rachel Ravenstein from Junica Jewelry. Growing up in the diamond business, my dad used to tell me, Son, you can't sell from an empty wagon. And that's why at Juniker Jewelry, you'll find ten times the loose diamonds you'll find at average jewelry stores. Every six weeks, our diamond cutter flies from Tel Aviv, Israel, to deliver fresh production, hot off the wheel, directly to Juniker Jewelry and you. There is no one else between you and your diamond. We buy thousands of diamonds a year, entire parcels, tray after tray, one carat, two carats, three carats, and more. Every shape and size and every price range. You can't buy a better quality diamond at a lower price anywhere in Mississippi. That's the Juniker Diamond Guarantee. And that's why folks come from all over the state. 
Juniker Jewelry. Mississippi's direct diamond importer. Juniker Jewelry. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, and bagged and bulk soils. Everything for your outdoor living. Large shipments of outdoor patio furniture have arrived. Calloway's showroom and warehouse are full. We have the largest in-stock selection in the South. Callaway's has plenty of large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoors and outdoors? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The National Flood Insurance Program is set to expire September 30th, so Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is helping to introduce legislation to authorize a one-year extension. More than 5 million American families and businesses, including over 60,000 policyholders in Mississippi, depend on coverage from the program, which is administered by FEMA. Five players on the 2020 to 2021 past Christian soccer team are accused of bullying, abuse, and sexual assault. Some of the alleged incidents took place in the locker room and at a summer camp on the Jones College campus, and some were apparently videotaped. The past Christian school district told WLOX actions concerning the event were handled in accordance with their code of conduct, and since it's an ongoing legal and student matter, they declined further comment. I'm Kelly Bennett. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou Friends Jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's Old Time Chili Recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. Welcome to summertime in Mississippi. It's hot out here. It's so hot out there. As we always say, welcome to the state with the purest form of humidity. The hottest talk. 
all summer long. Heat's on, baby. Heat's on. Super Talk Mississippi. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. So before we went went to break, we were just talking about Senator Joe Manchin, who says he won't support the climate tax measures in the economic bill, but there's a bit of an update on that now. Yeah, he's kind of waffled. He, he's been like this, though, man. He just That's what's bothered me about this guy from the beginning, is that he's he's waffling again. He absolutely is. So now what he's saying is, well, I got to see the July inflation data. And last month, it's I got to see the June. Now it's I got to see the July. So he's pushing back on these reports that uh, he's going to torpedo the whole deal. He says, quote, I said, can we just wait until the inflation figures come out for July? Until we know if the Federal Reserve will hike interest rates, said Manchin, then make the decision on what we can do and how much we can do. And I believe the Congress, they take off for virtually the whole month of August, as I recall. So they're kind of running out of time here. He said that um, they've just been putting pressure on me. I'm paraphrasing here. But they've been doing that for over a year now, says the West Virginia Democrat senator. He says, and I'm quoting here, inflation is wreaking havoc on everybody's lives. I don't care what social rung you were on, said Manchin. So that's why that one got killed. He's talking about the $3.2 trillion bill, the original one. There's no such thing as build back better. Yeah, he's crawfishing. He truly is. I don't know what that means. And honestly, when I saw the markets, the futures and pre-market trading, I felt it may be because, to some degree. No doubt that the strength of the consumer surprised the markets. But I really felt that his announcement that he's not on board with this boondoggle could be a big part of why the markets reacted positively. Because they don't like this legislation. How could you? You're going to tax businesses. You're going to tax individuals. You're going to spend more money and exacerbate inflation. They don't like that. That's pretty logical, I think. But there was the big tax aspect of this is what I want to talk about for a second. And it was... um, Really, this was scaled down from the original gigantic bill that had a, a, a whole bunch of tax increases. But the big tax increase feature 
of this scaled-down version that Schumer and Manchin have been negotiating is this 3.8% net investment income tax. And essentially, it was passed under Obamacare. It's a passive income tax, and it's, it's designed to be levied on investment income, passive income. You buy stock, sell stock, make a profit. You would pay typical capital gains, the conventional capital gains tax, whatever's in effect at that time, plus this 3.8%, which was designed and sold on the idea of more money flowing into Medicare to address the shortfall and the insolvency in the Medicare trust fund. Well, I'll never forget this coming up back in the Obamacare era. And this is Representative uh, Shimkus, I believe from a Republican from Illinois. And at the time, Obama's President Obama's Secretary of Health and Human Services, Kathleen Sebelius. And they're on, they're doing a hearing, they're in the House, on the floor there, and there's some funny things going on with this this money. This is one of my favorite clips, honestly, to demonstrate the duplicity of Democrats. Here we go. This is a budget hearing, so let's talk about a budget issue. In that February 4th, 2010 hearing, I asked you a question. It was kind of the same way. And then you admitted that the $500 billion Medicare cuts... There were $500 billion in Medicare cuts. Is that correct? No, sir, it is not correct. Well, I would refer... $500 billion I, I'm, I'm in a slowdown I, I would spending. refer you to the transcript. Sir? And I'll read it if you want me to. The growth rate was Mr. projected Simkis, in Medicare... Mr. Simkis, so the president supports cutting $500 billion in Medicare, yes or no? Secretary Sebelius, the president is supportive of the health reform legislation. Is that a yes? Secretary Sebelius, I said, yes, sir. So our problem in this whole debate on the Medicare cuts... doesn't include $500 Madam, million uh, worth uh, of... My funds. concern this is a budget hearing. So there is, a, there is an issue here on the budget because your own actuary has said you can't double count. You can't count 500. They're, they're attacking Medicare on the CR when their bill, your law, cut $500 billion in Medicare. Then you're also using the same $500 billion to what? Say you're funding health care. Your own actuary says you can't do both. So my simple question, I have 20 se- 26 seconds left. What's the $500 billion cuts for? Preserving Medicare or funding health care law? Which is it? Sir, the Affordable Care Act adds 12 years to the Medicare Trust Fund, according to every actuary, and the $500 billion represents a slowdown in the growth rate of Medicare over 10 years from what was projected at 8% to a growth rate of... So is it Medicare? Is it using it to save Medicare? Are you using it to fund health care reform? Which one? Both. Gentlemen, so you're double counting. I yield back my time. Oh, it's only five hundred billion that you're double counting. Now that was 2013. So I I bring that up and play that, even though it's nine years old, because that is exactly what's happening in this bill. 
This 3.8% that they want to levy on income produced by small pass-through businesses, that 3.8%, they're saying, is designed to extend and improve the solvency of Medicare. But in accordance with the reconciliation rules, you can't do that. And that's what he said. You may have heard him say the CR. That's what he's talking about, the continuing reconciliation. Meaning, you got to have 60 votes to make material changes to the Medicare program like that. That 3.8% going to the general fund. And you're going to say, oh, look, we're cutting the deficit by adding these taxes. Well, not at the same time that you're trying to shore up the solvency and improve the financial condition of Medicare. That's double counting. And that's what's happening on the Hill right now again. It doesn't meet the Byrd rules. Senator Byrd, he was a guy from West Virginia, I think, right, that came up with his whole reconciliation lawmaking process, basically said, hey, look, if if we're going to maintain the filibuster, maybe we can come up with a way to deal with budgetary matters with with uh, and get those passed enacted in co- in continuing resolution resolution bills cuz we can't pass a budget we we can't we can't get an agreement on that so we just keep sort of refunding and extending what we got making some changes along the edges there and and there but there are rules of what can be passed with a simple majority and that is what is happening today. It's what Shimkus argued in 2013, and you heard the Secretary of Health and Human Service, Kathleen Sebelius, say uh, both. Okay, you're double counting. You're double counting, and we're doing it again today. And the American people need to know this. It's exactly what's happening again today. It's not legal. So I am going to hope and pray that Senator Joe Manchin maintains his present posture, which is one which opposes this bill, that includes that tax. How dumb is it to throw a tax at small and mid-sized businesses right now? How dumb is that? That just makes no sense. But that's the way they think. They never met a tax they didn't like. All right, when we come back, We've got a couple of sound clips we want to play for you that uh, delve into this subject of gender neutrality. I want to know where the heck are the feminists who claim that they are the warriors for women and women's rights. We don't even know what a woman is anymore. We'll step aside on middays and come right back. Hello, 
I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear People Lease can help. How can they help? People Lease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my agents. Needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now, 601 987 3025. That's 601 987 3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The nation's corn growers need to tell the story of agriculture to members of Congress outside farm states and form alliances with others to pass the next farm bill. That according to a group of veteran delegates who told farmers that on Thursday at the National Corn Growers Association Corn Con- Congress. The NCGA delegates also called on President Biden to maintain grower access to crop inputs by eliminating tariffs and certain regulations. A panel discussion on foreign policy included Dan Glick the Ag Secretary in the Clinton administration, former Senator Heidi Heitkamp of North Dakota, and Richard Fordyce, a Missouri farmer and the former USDA Farm Service Agency administrator during the Trump administration. They spoke broadly about the future of farm policy and farmers' ability to appeal to non-farmers, with inflation at 9.1% driven heavily by cost of fuel, food, and supply chain problems. We need commodity programs to be flexible. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a layback Sunday afternoon, you wish would never end. The homemade taste of bluebell, and good friends gathered round. The good old days of being made right. Some things sound so good, you can almost taste it. Like Bluebell Strawberry Lemonade Ice Cream. Delicious strawberry ice cream swirled with lemonade sherbet and sprinkled with lemon-flavored flakes. It's better than you can imagine. The good old days are being made right now. Bell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today. 
Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Come on, let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you, Elvis, for bumping us into this segment here on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. So before we get to this uh, this sound clip, just wanted to respond to a question we had from Mike from Grand Bay, Alabama. Said just tuning in, what was the Palmer home tally? Three hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Right? And there is still time to add to that total because you've got another hour or so left on the Palmer Home silent auction. Yep. You can go to supertalk.fm forward slash Palmer Home. Click the little red button. You can make your bid. Awesome. So, and many, many, many thanks, folks, from the bottom of our hearts to all those listening, watching, members of our audience that pitched in, dug into their pockets, made a contribution. We really, really, really appreciate that. But more importantly, the kids appreciate it as well. All right, so <laughs> we've what's going on in Capitol Hill where it seems like every other day we have a discussion about gender? It does that just not seem so unproductive? Here's one you got to hear from a um, I'm going to call her a lady. I hope that's not insensitive, and I don't get in trouble for doing so. Fatima Goss Graves a nationally recognized leader in the fight for gender justice. In the old days, it was equality and women's rights, women's lib. Now it's gender justice. She is an expert in law, policy, and culture change. I didn't know there was such a discipline. She is president and CEO of the National Women's Law Center, president of the National Women's Law Center Action Fund, and co-founder of the Times Up Legal Defense Fund. And before I play it, I was like she made a lot of money off bleeding hearts. Agree, hustling, uh, hustling victimhood. I'm looking at her Twitter account, and did you pull it up? Yeah. So her banner her, uh, on her Twitter profile. A black background with big, bold, white, large font writing letters. We will always, the always, underline in blue and italicize for effect. We will always fight for abortion. Oh, you got to be proud. That's uh, the main message you want to convey when somebody gets to your Twitter account. But here she is on the Hill. Take a listen. Um, <clears throat> Ms. Graves... Uh, you are the president and CEO of the National Women's Law Center. Um, is the word abortion, I mean, so you're a lawyer, obviously, a, a, probably a very good one. I hope so. Uh, I, would, I would hope so, too. Is the word abortion anywhere in the Constitution? Well, there's lots of words that aren't actually in the Constitution. I, I, I just asked a question, and I just need a yes or no answer, please. Is the word abortion anywhere in the Constitution? The word abortion is not in the Constitution. It is not. Thank you very much. Okay, earlier this year, our newest Supreme Court Justice, uh, Ketanji Brown-Jackson, was asked what a woman is, and she had a difficult time defining that. 
Since you are the president of the National Women's Law Center, I was hoping that you could define what a woman is for us in this committee hearing. Well, as the president of the National Women's Law Center, you can imagine I say woman a lot uh, in my day job. Okay, uh, so I'm just asking I, for the de- definition. I'm, so, and, and so what I'll tell you is I am a woman. That's how I identify. Okay. But I wonder, however, if in part the reason that you're asking a question is that you're trying to suggest that people who I am don't simply asking a question and I simply want an answer. I, and so I, I think it's actually really important to be very clear here that there are people who identify as non-binary. I think okay. about five right. percent of them. We're not going to go there. I was hoping maybe you would. I was hoping that you, maybe you would say something that maybe we learned in um, high school biology that has to do with X and Y chromosomes, but uh, which define male and female. But I guess we're not going to get there. Well, I don't, um, I don't so think that's the legal question. I, I have another question. A lawyer, for you. and I, think I have another question for you. One. I saw that. <laughs> It's just unbelievable how tied up in knots we are about this. We can't seem to get anybody to go in front of the U.S. House or Senate. They can define what a woman is. Just three (laughs) simple words. Adult, human, female. That's all there is to it. And he even invoked the old X and Y chromosome. I guess we have to chunk that out the window now. None of that applies. It, and they're proud. They're proud in their position that, oh, no, it's not that simple. <laughs> I identify as a woman, she proclaims. Very important you know that. We got we to gotta play the, uh, the UC Berkeley law professor again <laughs> after we talk to Brian Haydad. That's coming up. After the break here on Super Talk, you got Super Talk News, Fox News next, and then Brian Hey Dad, co-host of Sports Talk Mississippi, and some more sound to play for you later on in the program. Another hour left on middays. We're coming right back. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at Baroni's Tree Pros.com. Million Wu. President Biden's in Saudi Arabia, the final stop of his Mideast tour. As Air Force One was approaching our location in Jeddah, officials on board were already lowering expectations for today's meeting with MBS. They are telling us now that they are not going to leave Saudi Arabia with a deal for the Saudis to pump more oil in hopes of lowering gas prices back at home. Fox's Peter Ducey, a man exonerated in the 19. 19- 65 assassination of civil rights leader Malcolm X has filed a $40 million lawsuit against New York City for the two decades he spent in prison. Mohammed Aziz is now 84 years old and stocks are rallying on Wall Street in midday trading. America's listening to Fox News.
As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. COVID cases have been increasing pretty steadily in Mississippi since May, with our state averaging 1,213 new cases per day. Vaccines for children six months and older are now available at all county health departments. That just happened this week. Dr. Catherine Philippi is a pediatrician at Trustmark Kids. In the first year of COVID, kids were not affected as much, so we weren't as worried. But with this Omicron variant, and it's changing radically different you know, variants of that own, that particular strain, and it seems to have um, more, you know, deleterious effects to children and long-term consequences. 34 of the 82 counties in Mississippi are reporting a high level of community spread. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. Welcome to day four of Digging Safety Class. It says here we're talking post holes. Yes, before you dig one, call 811. For a post hole? See this picture? Your hair's standing on end, Bob. Cool, dude. Not so cool. I hit an electrical line. And I thought you were trying to be hip. Hello, Sam here from Mississippi 811. Calling 811 two working days before digging is the law, and it's always the right thing to do. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. The fossil fuel industry is under attack by the Biden administration, according to Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith. She addressed Ron Ness, president of the North Dakota Petroleum Council, during a hearing on energy and natural resources. U.S. oil production today is uh, a little less than 2 million barrels a day, less than what it was uh, in 2020, 2019. Ness agrees that increasing production would bring prices down, but he says everything has been slow-walked. And we see now the, the creep of uh, climate requirements into permits, leases, all of the provisions that operators need to do to get those permits uh, out and put together a development plan that they can bring, then bring to Wall Street to attract the type of capital they need to drill drill and expand and grow oil production in our, in our country. In the five-year offshore leasing program offered by the Biden administration, a Secretary of the Interior could opt not to authorize any new lease sales in the Gulf of Mexico from 2023 to 2028. 
listen to Super Talk, you hear our team working for you. Great information. Drilling down and getting to the core of the issues that impact you. They give you like the information you need to know. Super Talk Mississippi. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, you already know that Ford trucks are built Ford tough and that the full line of Ford vehicles are built for the future. But did you know about the Ford Blue Advantage? When looking to buy a used Ford, it has everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold certified 172-point inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, now. another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Begin your transition now. Now on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Middays, rocking into Hour 3 of the program on this Friday, y'all. Joining us now, the co-host of Sports Talk Mississippi, my good friend, Brian Haydad. Brian, hey, we're on. (laughs) What's going on? It's been too long since I've been on this show, Gerard. (laughs) I know it. It was uh, great to see you yesterday up there at the Palmer Home. What a fantastic event that was. And, uh, again, most importantly, the results. Over $330,000 raised for the Palmer Home children. That's pretty neat, wasn't it? It was incredible, especially, you know, there at the end when we we were sort of under the gun for a few minutes there trying to make sure we would get ahead of last year's number. That was real pressure. Yeah, uh, our listeners stepped up, and we want to thank them uh, again uh, for doing that. And always great to, to see that big number at the end of the day. It was fantastic. Uh, that facility's pretty neat, isn't it? It's incredible, absolutely incredible. And you, when you think about, and, and I know you'll you you be a big fan of this, doing it without any kind of government intervention or assistance that that really speaks to the the great generosity of the state of mississippi and and its people that have been able to put together that kind of facility for those kids yeah and you know i was just thinking driving home yesterday how how gratifying and rewarding it is to be part of the super talk family and for the super talk family to be part of uh, the Palmer Home with the Radiothon every year. It's in, and they're so appreciative of it, as you know. You saw it, you felt it, you heard it. But it's it is we who should be appreciative to to them yes. for the work they do. Uh, we we are blessed indeed to be able to be a part of it. And the other thing is, I don't even know who the hell it is sitting in the production booth there. I can't recognize that guy, Rhino. But while I was eating lunch there at the table, I caught out of the corner of my eye. You and I were sitting at the same table with Alex and Rebecca, but I caught out of the corner of my eye 
I guess that was Scary Gary, Gary's electric clippers charging up for you, right, Ryan? Yeah, those are mine, actually. Oh, okay. I was joking with uh, with JT from the news. He was like, man, those are some really strong clippers. And I was like, well, they don't get used a whole lot, so they're still basically brand new. <laughs> All right. Well, What's here? Yeah, it, cool, too. So I can't I can't yeah. get used to, to seeing him. Clean shaven and uh, with less hair on the on his head, but uh, all uh, for a great cause. And looking forward to that for next year. SEC Media Days. Say it ain't so already. It's time. It's time for football, Gerard. You know you're ready for it. You, you know right now, if I told you that tomorrow you could be at Vaught Hemingway and I could be at Davis Wade watching football, you know you'd take it. Probably so. Probably so. Yeah. So. Uh, what anything you're expecting uh, out of media days that uh, is not kind of the run of run of the mill sort of proceeding? You know, one thing we, we've we've always had there, at least in the time that I've been with Super Talk, is we always talk to the SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, and yeah. it seems like every year our, our list of things to ask him about grows. Um, you know, we we actually talked to him last year before the news broke that Texas and Oklahoma. We're going to join the SEC, so we didn't we didn't get to jump in on that juicy morsel. But obviously, <laughs> everything that's going on right now, there's plenty to talk about with him. And I, what I want to ask him, and, and I know that we will, is I want to hear that Mississippi State and Ole Miss aren't going anywhere. You know, there's a lot of, of fans on both sides who are like, "Gosh, if this continues to grow and these super conferences are, are State and Ole Miss going to be okay? They're going to be okay. I know it, and you know it. I want to hear the commission say it." Beyond that, I mean, the storylines are what? I mean, it's Alabama and Georgia's world again, and we have to just sort of see where we all fit into it. Yeah. Um, obviously, I don't think Georgia's going to repeat as national champion. I, I, if you made me pick right now, I'd say that Alabama will probably win yep. this year. But a lot of great players in the conference that will be there that we'll get to talk to, a lot of, a lot of great storylines. But more than anything else, for me, it's just – we're going to talk about football. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, going, we're going to talk about some college football. And when when we wrap up there on Wednesday, we're a week and a half away from the start of preseason camps around the SEC. And then if you can just close your eyes, you can feel a little breeze of fall coming your way. <laughs> we'll be playing games before you know it. That's awfully optimistic about that breeze of fall in August. But I, I know, you. I know. Yeah, I, I'm I trying you. to be positive. I, I, I love it. I hear you. Uh Anything from the coaches, because it's, it's their time to shine. It's their time to weigh in and discuss their outlook and, and their position, what they got going. Anything in particular you think may surprise us coming out of the coaches with this NIL stuff getting more firmly entrenched as it is? And you know a lot of coaches ain't big fans of this. What do you think? I think that you will see some coaches will use their platform not to rail against it, because I think they're all smart enough to know that this is what's happening now, and that if they come out and they sound negative about it, that'll be used against them in recruiting. Yeah, but there will be some coaches who are up there like you know they'll they'll be talking against NIL as much as they possibly can. But then there are going to be some coaches who will get up there and be like, "This is the way of the future. This is what's happening now. We can either embrace it." Or, or die. We can adapt or die. I think Lane Kiffin is a coach like that. Yeah. Mike Leach, from what I can tell, he's not a huge fan of these of these deals, but he's smart enough to know that if I don't get on board and I don't do these things, I'm not going to get players. And getting players is what it's all about. So 
I don't think it'll be overly negative, but there will be a, a, a comment here or there, a little snide remark about the, the new face of college football. I think that's right. So you, you kind of started out by talking about the, the super conferences and all this realignment stuff. Uh, recently, uh, we got the PAC, the PAC-10. Is it PAC-12? PAC-10 now. PAC-12, right? PAC-12, yeah. yeah. PAC-12. I mean, I don't know that we're going to have a PAC-12 in the next couple of years. No. It seems to be falling apart. I will be surprised if the Pac-12 is with us another four or five years. I mean, it just feels like the Big 12 is going to raid them for a few more teams. Uh, the Big 10 might go back to get Oregon and Washington, and then you're left with Stanford, Cal, Oregon State, and Washington State. I saw a funny comment that said Stanford and Cal should just join the Ivy League at that point. I don't know if that would work or not. Harvard versus Stanford would be a heck of a football game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I think you know the super conferences are coming. I think. The Big Ten's not done. The Big 12 is going to try to make themselves more relevant. And then the SEC is going to have to get in there and probably break up the ACC a little bit and get teams like North Carolina, maybe Clemson, Miami, Florida State. I know there's a lot of interest in Virginia, Virginia Tech. Those those schools are going to end up somewhere. And then you're going to have schools like you know Wake Forest and Boston College. I don't know where they end up. Yeah, I don't know where those schools are going to end up because they just don't have they just don't have the fan base and, and the branding that some of the other schools do. You know, you think you got to keep in mind, though, or at least consider, you, you got a USC, a UCLA joining the Big Ten. Uh, the, I mean, that's not a short amount of travel between those programs. I don't see fans hopping on airplanes and you know traveling to Michigan from LA for a, for a Saturday game. Maybe not. I mean, I think early, especially, there would be some novelty to it. You know, if you're a Michigan fan, you've probably never been to the Coliseum. You could go to a game out there. The Rose Bowl's a little different with UCLA. A lot yeah, of Ohio true. State Michigan fans have been there true. many times. But I think there'll be some novelty to it. You know, it's more about the, you know, and I, I'm not one of these, I don't know how to put it, but, you know, I think about like a women's basketball team from Rutgers going to play at UCLA on a Wednesday night. I mean, yeah, how on earth do you crazy. do the logistics of that? Yeah. A lot going on there. But I think from a football perspective, you get some good matchups. USC is a big name. UCLA is a team that has a high ceiling. Yeah. Like, it could be good. So yeah. you get some get some interesting stuff out of it. And in fairness, they, they do, programs like that do have a, a scattering of fans throughout the nation. They're not just concentrated. Yeah, especially USC. Yeah, yeah. USC, incredible. So. Uh, well, it'll just be interesting. I, I got to tell you, Brian, I don't know that I'm a fan of this, and here's why. There, there's something about the mystique and the intrigue of postseason play when you're playing some team you just don't ever play and have never played. But, heck, the way this thing's setting up now, you're going to be playing the same teams in the postseason as you are in the regular season. There is something to that. There, there used to be something like, I remember Mississippi State when they played Michigan uh, in the Gator Bowl a, a few years ago, and you're like, oh, man, Michigan. you know. Yeah. But nowadays, you're right, it feels like the college football has gotten smaller uh, in, right. in some ways. And now you're going to see you know, the Ole Miss-Texas games. Those were huge games in Oxford right. and in Austin a couple years ago. And now it's going to be you might play them every four years. So it's definitely different, but I do think it's for the better of the universities in the state because – the money is about to start rolling in on these schools. $100 million deals for uh, wow. for, for TV. I mean, that's money that I, I think Keith Carter and John Cohen would tell us they could use. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. That There's a financial aspect of it that is certainly beneficial. But 
It'll be uh, interesting to sit back and watch, and I know you guys are going to be analyzing it and talking about it, but most importantly, you're going to be uh, at SEC Media Days coming up next week, right? Yep. Ole Miss on Monday, Mississippi State on Tuesday. We'll have uh, be fun. all the good stuff to talk about. That'll be fun. Brian, always good to talk to you. See you, Gerard. See you. Ryan Haydad, co-host of Sports Talk Mississippi. Is Rhino is bumping us out with a little journey that's a, a, a standard, right? Oh, yeah. At Mississippi State, the fourth quarter. We'll come right back. Stay with us. There's something about tradition that always says a lot. An honest dedication and work that's not forgotten. Pride is what we lean on. Customers that know there's not a better body shop no matter where you go. We don't use fancy gimmicks. We're proven tried and true. Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 1030 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, and bagged and bulk soils. Everything for your outdoor living. Large shipments of outdoor patio furniture have arrived. Calloway's showroom and warehouse are full. We have the largest in-stock selection in the South. Callaway's has plenty of large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoors and outdoors? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and does your driveway need a little spring because your tired vehicle has sprained its sprung? Well, then you need to bring your brung to Pinnacle Motors. Steve Owen and the friendly staff at Pinnacle Motors can up your game and get your ride back to where it should be. If they don't have it, they'll work for you in finding the best pre-owned car, truck, and SUV that's been inspected and has a warranty. They're also still buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. 
Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. For joining us, midday Super Talk Mississippi on the ceasefire text line. This is from Bob in the six six two. The problem about the abortion issue is really understanding when does life begin, and is it legal to take a life, Bob? Yeah, I, I agree. That that is the the fundamental, the fundamental issue, the pivotal issue, and there is clearly no consensus on that, and I don't think there will be. I just don't think there will be. We can't we can't seem to come to a broad alignment on that, and we can't align on gender anymore. But also this week, just more from this whole gender issue that I just find really ridiculous the amount of time that is being invested in the United States Congress on this uh, particular issue. But here's a bit of questioning from Senator Cornyn from Texas. And if I'm not mistaken, the individual answering the questions here that he is questioning, this is the same Berkeley professor, right, whose uh, sound we played earlier in the week that uh, got on to Senator Hawley about being transphobic. And violence. Yes, inciting violence against trans... I I just need to recognize now that your your line of questioning is transphobic. Oh, geez. Anyhow, here's Senator John Cornyn from the great state of Texas. He is questioning this uh, Berkeley Law professor. Do you see any systemic racism associated with the prevalence of abortion for black babies as opposed to non-black babies? Um, absolutely. Um, the higher rates of unintended pregnancy that lead to higher abortion rates among black people um, is a result of structural racism, systemic racism. Um, I understand systemic racism not to be boogeymen who are trying to uh, dupe black people into abortion care. I understand structural racism to be the systems that have made it so that black people disproportionately bear the burdens of poverty in this country. Um, the systems that have denied them the basics that they need in order to, to live humane lives like food clothing, shelter, health care. So you believe that you, that responds you, with the criminal you believe there ought to be more black babies aborted, is that right? I believe that, that we ought to create the conditions under which people can leave li- lead lives that are filled with dignity and humanity. And that to your, being able your way to, of thinking that happens when more black babies are aborted? I believe, I trust, I love black people with the capacity for pregnancy. I think they have agency, they have intelligence, they know what is best for themselves, and I would love to create the conditions under which they can live lives that are filled with dignity and humanity. And do you think a, do you think a, a baby that is delivered alive 
has value? Yes. She had to think about it. A a baby that is not yet born has value? I believe that a person with a capacity for pregnancy has value. They have intelligence. They have agency. They have. I'm talking about the baby. And I'm talking about the person with a capacity for pregnancy. And you're not answering the question. I'm asking. I'm I'm answering a more interesting question. You think that the baby that is not yet born, let's say the day before this mother delivers, do you think that baby has value? I think that the person with the capacity for pregnancy has value, and they have the they should have the ability to control what happens to their lives. Well, and and I just note you refuse to answer the question. Is it just me? Is so when asked if a baby that's born has value, you have to pause for inflection and yeah. think about it before yeah. you answer with just a yes. You picked up on that, yeah. But if the baby isn't born, does it have value? You immediately have a reaction for that one, right? The good professor, she got a bit of a toot, doesn't she? <laughs> I mean... I'm answering a more interesting question. <laughs> That's not how questioning works. Especially, you know, maybe I'm old-fashioned again. I completely agree and support the notion that we as American citizens have the right to redress our government. I get that. But when you are called to the United States Senate to testify, you're there to answer questions. The questions that are answered are asked by the senators. That's what you're there to do. You want to go have a conversation with a senator separately where you can ask questions? I bet you could make that happen. I really do. It's almost like all of this extremely online liberal nonsense regarding gender, non-binary, non-conforming, whatever, falls apart when you can't just block dissenting opinions. That's exactly right. Now, this because there's is, no logical underpinning for it. Correct. And this is, again, a law professor from UC Berkeley. But let's be honest, her, her attitude, her opinion, her position, it's not unique. I would say it reflects the vast majority of academia. The vast majority. I saw a report the other day that at Harvard, now Harvard generally regarded as, if not the top higher ed institution in the country, maybe the world, among them, it's produced a lot of very good, productive people. 1.46% of the faculty lean conservative. What happened to diversity? What happened to inclusion? It only goes one way. Oh, I got you. It only applies. Kind of like AOC in this harassment situation, right? A, A heckler, a troll kind of cat talks to me and doesn't even do anything or or present any sort of physical risk, just having fun making a video. He does say in the video, you know, she's beautiful. She just likes to kill babies, is what he said in the video. But as far as members of the U.S. Supreme Court, oh, no, it's perfectly fine for leftists to harass Kavanaugh and his family out of a restaurant or be parading out in front of their yard 
and making all these these threats of taking their lives, hanging them, executing them. That's perfectly fine. I could even go a step further and give a little bit of nuance, even though Democrats hate nuance. If it had just been Kavanaugh out by himself, you'd have a lot less people turned off by the harassment or protesting or whatever you want to call it. But he's out to dinner with his family. And it's, remember, um, Rand Paul being harassed, leaving, the I believe, the White House, if I'm not mistaken? And was headed back to his hotel. And it was pretty scary. I saw interviews with him and his wife in particular. It's pretty scary because they were pushing. They were close. They were on top of him. And they were serious. I mean, I think had he not had security around, I'm not sure they don't cross the line and harm, seriously harm the senator. Gosh, it shouldn't be that way. So a Harvard Law professor, a Harvard Law instructor, says Supreme Court justices who overturn Roe should, quote, never know peace again. What happened to the tolerant left? I have a right to privacy. Hydrogen. My choice and all that kind of stuff. What happened to that? It's out the window. Says the professor says it is our civic duty to accost them every time they are in public. Accost them. This is a, a tenured professor who's calling for the random public to harass and to accost with hostility, with intent. Another individual. Forget that they're the Supreme a Supreme Court justice, which by the way is totally illegal in this country. Where's the president? Where's the leader of the country calling for them to stand down? And won't do it. Won't do it. And I don't even know what's going on. Imploring the Department of Justice, the FBI, law enforcement, et cetera, at the federal level to pay a call on these people that are doing the harassing. This is illegal. They should go to jail. The double standard is really maddening. There's no no doubt about it. He, should, he says, uh, since women don't have their rights, these justices should never have a peaceful moment in public again. That's what this professor... And you know what? He not only he, she, it is a he, actually. Uh, maybe he identifies as a she, hell, I don't know. We'll get tenure. Like, that statement, that action, will... Uh, that pronouncement will likely secure that professor's tenure forever, infinitely. You go, you social justice warrior, you. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like that we're so focused on all the wrong stuff. Hmm. We're going to take a break here. we got half an hour left in uh, the program today. Middays is in the Element Well Studios. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Your finally Friday brings a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. Tonight, slight chance of rain as well, mostly clear, low around 73. Your Saturday, patchy fog, then sunny skies, high near 94. And a look to Sunday, a slight chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. 
summertime is Canon time. Dave Logan with Canon Nissan of Jackson. We service Nissans. We also service other makes and models. We'll keep your vehicle ready for your summertime travels. We are open six days a week, and no appointment is needed. Nobody beats Canon deal. Nobody. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. You have the constitutional right to have and carry a firearm. If you can't use it safely, confidently, and effectively to defend yourself and your family, it does you absolutely no good. We have classes daily to teach you and your family how to improve your shooting skills, whether you are a beginner or a grandmaster. If you aren't fully satisfied with the training, we will refund your entire fee. Thanks, and we look forward to seeing you at Boondocks. Look us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and visit us at boondocksfta.com. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't wait. I was short of breath just reading a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. They told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you have one or more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. COVID cases have been increasing pretty steadily in Mississippi since May, with our state averaging 1,213 new cases per day. Vaccines for children six months and older are now available at all county health departments. That just happened this week. Dr. Catherine Philippi is a pediatrician at Trustmark Kids. In the first year of COVID, kids were not affected as much, so we weren't as worried. But with this Omicron variant, and it's changing radically different you know, variants of that own, that particular strain, and it seems to have um, more, you know, deleterious effects to children and long-term consequences. 34 of the 82 counties in Mississippi are reporting a high level of community spread. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. Down trees and limbs contacting power lines can lead to power outages. If you are a homeowner, don't get stuck in the dark. Let Taylor Power Systems protect your home against outages with a standby power generator. Financing is now available. Call Taylor Power Systems today at 601-932-5674 to discuss the right standby generator for your home. 
Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tea time. News happens fast. There's a lot to take in and a lot to hear from all across the Magnolia State. And the foremost spot for Mississippi news is supertalk.fm. Your Mississippi news on air and online. supertalk.fm. Ladies and gentlemen, it's summer. Summer. There's a cool way to wrap up a hot summer day. It's called Sports Talk Mississippi. Afternoons 3 to 6 on Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. If your paycheck depends on the weather and the clock, if your conversation calls for a little more than a coffee pot, if you need to pour your heart out and try to rectify some situation, that's your face. Contact your American honk tonk bar. We are back. <laughs> The Honky Tonk Bar Association. <laughs> it, uh, it, it really is kind of a difficult pill to swallow the amount, the degree to which we are hamstrung, tied up, consumed with this whole gender deal. Gender neutrality. That's what it's all about. And so in the last couple of weeks, we've had three individuals... All black females, by the way. And I can say that because they've all said they identify as female. It's pretty obvious to me physically they're females, but you never know, and you got to be careful, right? But so they've gone to the Hill. I guess Kentanji Brown was longer ago than the last couple of weeks. you got to include her in, in the three. But we have this Berkeley professor and this lady who's the head of this women's organization, and, I mean, none of them can seem to nail down what a woman is. It's nuts. Oh, yeah, the circular logic is hilarious when, when you have the man-on-the-street questions of what is a woman, and they ask somebody, like, that. there's a video going around where I think it's Matt Walsh asked a gay man what is a woman, and they kept going around in circles about, well, it's what they identify as. Well, what are they, what are they identifying <laughs> right, as? Exactly. Define what it is they're identifying as. I, I've seen that. And they refuse to do so because they really can't. It doesn't make any sense. Carolyn Starkville says they define male and female. Their agenda is ruined. That's true. They, they, would, get, uh, they would be accosted, as the Harvard professor is imploring folks to do with respect to Supreme Court justices. Accost them! No peace! I agree, Carol. They, uh, it's no different than the climate change stuff. All, all of that radical leftist agenda 
is a religion. You you got to genuflect. You got to kiss the ring. You got to swear allegiance to it. That's what's important. Seems like it. It's incredible. The um, also Carol appreciate it says hope y'all can get some rest this weekend and thanks in all caps for hosting the radiothon is our pleasure and appreciate that. Yeah, we're, we, uh, we've had a long week. It's been a good week, but it's been a long week and a productive week, especially with the Radiothon. And Covered a lot of ground. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's been good in that respect. So, uh, Larry and Mize, I, I, man, I, I don't know what to tell you, Larry, uh, about this argument over the 2020 election. Here's my feeling on that. We're not going to change it. Not going to change it. Am I in favor of implementing safeguards in systems and processes that protect against a faulty election? Absolutely. My biggest concern, and I expressed this before the last election, and I still think it's a huge risk, is that from a technology perspective, we rely on electronic voter rolls to conduct our elections. And virtually... All of those roles are maintained in independent, premise-based islands of ancient systems that aren't very well protected. And I have always had this fear that, think, think about the 2016 election. We, we heard continuously that Russian interference and all sorts of Russian collusion is the reason Donald Trump got elected. I mean, that was the narrative, right? And and try to impeach him over it. Interference in the election is not nearly as big a concern, and I'm talking about the election systems, as is some sort of cyber attack on the voter rolls, such that they are not accessible. No voter roll accessibility, no elections. We do not have resiliency, and we do not have standardized systems. Just look here in the state of Mississippi. We've done some work, no doubt, to improve those and make them better, but they are still highly vulnerable, and that's a bigger problem. And Larry says, you think Biden got 81 million votes? I don't know. I'm still having a hard time believing that Hillary got as many as she did. Uh, That's the worst candidate ever. But she did, and that was, Larry, let's be honest, that was before. Nobody said a word about that then. Where were you? How could Hillary get that many votes? Because your guy won. My guy, too. I voted for him. And it was the other side claiming the election was stolen. No doubt about it. And we'll see that forever. That will never go away. We've seen it since Al Gore versus Bush. I think Every single presidential election has had a federally elected official stand up in the halls of Congress and challenge the election. It's happened every time. Hanging chads. All came down to the Supreme Court in Florida. And it's all sour grapes. No doubt about it. And it's it, it kind of, you Because if know, it wasn't sour grapes, there'd be evidence enough to prosecute. And they're just... Nothing's risen to that level. I, I Here's what I think. I think there's a danger, Larry, just to be honest with you. I think there's a high degree of risk, and I, I sent you a comment back to this effect, of underestimating 
just how popular leftist policies are in this country. Donald Trump beat the worst candidate in history in Hillary Clinton. I believe that complacency on the part of the Republicans was as much a factor in giving rise to Donald Trump clearing the field of formidable candidates, 17 when we started on the Republican side, as much as Democrats gave rise to him and Democrat policies with the, the, on the heels of the Obama presidency. But he barely won, and it came down to just a fraction of counties in this country and a small number of people and still lost a popular vote. Yeah, out of thousands of possibilities, he had to thread the needle with the one strategy that could win, and he did. No doubt about it. And, and I have said many times it's because he outworked her. At the end, he pushed in those states that he knew is where he needed to be. I'll never forget, in contrast, Mitt Romney, like the day or two, the Sunday before the election, he went to his home state of Utah. Well, you got Utah. Your butt ought to be in Pennsylvania, in Wisconsin. I think he lost North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken, in that particular cycle. That's where you ought to be, where where the election, the outcome will be determined. And he didn't. And Hillary, she stayed her reared home. And Donald Trump, got to take your hat off to him, man. He was the energizer bunny, as they say. He was tireless. He was energetic. He worked his butt off, and he was in those four swing states. And I think that was just enough. She was just so distasteful. But in the 2020 election, I think things were different. I, we obviously had a record number of votes just because of uh, the COVID crap and the ability in more states to, um, to vote absentee, early voting, counting votes afterwards, all, all kinds of other stuff. And I'm certainly not discounting that there were no doubt anomalies. The question is, was it enough to make a difference? And when you see recent polls, and folks may say, I don't believe the polls. I don't know, guys. The polls are pretty dang accurate these days. The, the polls in 16 were dead-on accurate right towards the end. They, they weren't. They were lagging a bit. They were pretty accurate. The polls in 12, pretty dang accurate, the outcome. Go look at it. But we have a tendency, it seems, regardless of our political stripes, we believe polls when it when it suits us. We don't when it doesn't. Oh, it can't be right. But you look at the polls now, and Biden screwed this up, by the way. They pulled him aside the other day and said, what do you think about the majority of Democrats not wanting you to run again? He says, they do want me to run again. Remember that? No, they really don't. What he was referring to, he says 90% of them do. What he was referring to is a poll that... Uh, a hypothetical poll that that uh, put him against Donald Trump, and it was a poll amongst Democrats and Republicans. And it is true that 93 percent of Democrats said, "I'm voting for Biden if Trump is the other option." And I submit, if somebody else were the other option on the Republican side, because of the discontent with Biden, and we played video, audio of uh, Democrats who said, I voted for Biden, but I ain't happy. I'm not voting for him again. But if it's Donald Trump, yeah, I'm voting for Biden again. I mean, that's, that's the problem we have. I, if we don't recognize that, 
If we don't recognize that disparity, we're not going to get what we want. We cannot assume, oh, yeah, the polls, the, the ballots, the election was all wrong. We're fine. It's, we just need to do that again. I, I'm, I'm not in that camp. Too many people, I think, are we're losing them. We're not getting them. They don't subscribe to our views. That's where we got to be working. We got to convince them, persuade them. One more segment left in middays today. Stay with us. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops or they'll even come to you in the tri-county area for free that's right free mobile service at venable glass they also do frameless and frame shower doors mirrors cut to size and installed picture frame glass tables desktops insulated glass plexiglass commercial storefronts and heavy equipment glass venable glass they'll come out and give you a free estimate they want to work hard for your business venable glass open monday through friday eight to five and on saturday eight to noon hey there's two locations too in ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. Why don't you mind your own business? Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleLease can help. How can they help? PeopleLease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my HR. Needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trusted advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601-864-3752. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. 
It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. My husband and I want the best for our children. So when our son Tripp shared his interest in career and technical education, we panicked. Hard work, dirty jobs, low pay. That's what we thought until we got the facts. We discovered countless paths to success, not to mention the growth opportunities. I'm so glad we listened to Trip. Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. We are back. Randy and Myrtle says, I would like a receipt or anything identifying I voted and who I voted for. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they're going to provide the, the election systems aren't going to provide the voter with a receipt. And And the other thing is, you could just see the can of worms that would open up with... Uh, Pay to vote. Yeah, fabricating, counterfeiting, receipts. No, that's not what I did. And then uh, your vote is, you are identified as voting, but your vote is not attached to you as a record. The candidate, your ballot is cast. There's nothing that identifies you when you cast your ballot. You You don't sign it. You don't put your name on it. And and talking about in the normal uh, voting situation, you do sign the envelope that you place your ballot in when you absentee vote, and you sign it over the flap in accordance with our voting rules so that if if there's any question about the envelope's authenticity and attaching that back, and that is to be verified. So, again, I'm, I'm certainly not suggesting that there aren't irregularities uh, invalid votes, miscounting, absolutely. I think that happens in every election. I don't think that that is unique to the last election. Was there more of it? Possibly just because of the COVID crap and uh, more absentee votes and more ballot harvesting, which is supposed to be illegal. It really comes down to... So if that's happening in California, it means nothing. If it's happening in, in, from a presidential perspective. If it's happening in New York, it means nothing. Illinois means nothing. It only really means anything in a handful of counties in about four states. Because that's where the elections won or lost. You could you could peg the electoral vote across about forty five counties before you ever have the election. It's just consistent. Fifty five electoral votes in California, they're going to the Democrat. 31 to whatever it is in New York, they're going to the Democrat. Florida, not sure. Texas, for the most part, going Republican. There was some concern it wouldn't. But when you get it to Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and let's be honest, Trump shocked everybody. And that was barely, just barely, 
Ohio. It used to be Ohio. That's the big swing state. No Republican can win without winning Ohio. And that specifically came down to one county, Cuyahoga County, where Cleveland is. That's just the way the electoral vote system works. But I'm more disturbed by the fact that we cannot seem to win the popular vote, which means there's just more people that are buying in to the left's policy agenda. That's what bothers me. And we could just say, well, it's just California. It's 45 million people. It's just New York. It's 30 million people. And it's 50-50 in Florida where there's 25 million people. Now, there's no doubt Biden's policies have especially hurt him in Texas, which has always been the crown jewel, because if the Democrats could ever get Texas, which is more likely to slide into the blue column than Florida, game over. Never win another election. They know it. That's why the borders are open. It's backfiring on them. It's backfiring on them. Because they're learning, you know, these Hispanic people, which comprise a great deal of the population in Texas, Mm, they're not into all of our left crap. That's what they're learning. What do you mean you're a Hispanic conservative? You can't do that. That's the saving grace there. But I just feel like we got to do more to get to more minds and hearts that are on the other side. I'm talking about across the country. Because right now, it's just a 50-50 deal. It's a toss-up. If you're tracking the polls in Georgia, where we've got two Democrat senators, which should have never happened, never happened. And there are a lot who believe that that's because Donald Trump said, hey, the election was rigged, don't bother voting, and people stayed home. That's a fact. And we got two Democrat senators. Now we got this dang Marxist Warnock senator who is going to be opposed by Herschel Walker this fall. And it don't look good for Herschel. I mean, Warnock's got like four times the money. I was shocked. And Herschel, it turns out, has got all sorts of baggage in his history that the left, you've seen that? Oh, yeah. All sorts of baggage that they're really pouncing on. Bottom line is, I think that's a huge uphill battle, and the Senate is going to be critical. It's critical for appointments. Uh, obviously, I think... I think I feel good about taking the House, which just really puts the agenda on ice. But Senate has a lot of other powers, and it's important to have a majority in the Senate. And uh, that's one of the critical races is the, the race in Georgia in particular. And then we got the race in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Ohio. Those are all just neck-and-neck races on the Senate, Arizona. We'll see, but we are out of time. It's been a long week. It's been a great week, and we appreciate everyone for tuning in and especially donating to Palmer Home. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. We're out of here today. We're back in the studio tomorrow. Have a great weekend. Excuse me, Monday. Have a great weekend, everyone. Stay safe. God bless. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.